0: Ladies and gentlemen, episode nine, right? Episode nine. That's what we are. Justin, Matt, Dre, Kyle, Alex, and a special guest, Marco from the Benchwarmers FC. We will add your Instagram, Facebook, and everything else. On the whatever that's called. Uh, what is that thing called, Dre? Description. Sure. The show notes. Show notes. Show notes. notes as show that's what it's called, yes. Uh, we're going to go around. And we will talk about what you're drinking as usual. I will start off with nothing. <laughs> Go on,
1: man. I, guess. I don't realize the
0: first
2: word, word of our podcast is, oh, sorry, the second word is pints.
0: Well, the second word would be and. <laughs> yeah, the our second word is and. Third word would be pints. The third
3: word is pints,
2: and you don't have one.
3: Wet Ticket Brewing Company happened to take a nice. It's it's Christina and I. We uh we walked to there this weekend because they did a uh, local can pick up. Friendly reminder to support your local brewing company. Um, we took a nice walk. It was a nice hour walk. Uh, we walked around Ra- way and uh, we picked up a couple six packs of Wet Ticket. I am currently drinking the One Way Ticket, which is a different style New England New England IPA. And, yeah, no, I'm 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 enjoying it. It's very good. And I feel even better because I'm supporting a local brewery. And I feel even better because I walked there and I didn't drive.
0: There you go. Dre, Dre what are you drinking? Um, <laughs> Goddamn so, kid in his cute stories every time about beer. It's the same brewery
2: as the first time also. Still keeping it classic with a Heineken, mainly because I just got home from my girlfriend's house and have not had time to go to the liquor store. So I had Heineken left over, and the Heineken's what I'm drinking.
4: There you go
2: and i can't Kyle. complain
4: Kyle. well anybody who listens to this who knows me or any of you that know me um you have three guesses what i'm drinking and the first two don't count
0: pbr pbr, PBR. No, it's not PBR. yep
4: there it is oh there it is. There it got
1: is. It. i thought we were out of pbr
4: i had a yingling but i finished it because Matt's story took way too long <laughs> Very true.
3: First of all, first of all, Alex, you all right. never in that household. You're never running out of PBR. It's in a she shed.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's in the she shed. You know what's funny is that literally today we went to the basement. I saw like a bunch of my stuff moved that was in the shed down there. And at my like first reaction, I'm like, he's just gonna put more beer in places. Like he's made room for more beer in the shed. All the car parts Shit in the out basement out of my way. I got beer. Yeah, it's like, yeah all. The, I'm like, all how the do you know business. I don't have beer hidden in your car parts? Oh. There you go. I
3: was about to say, I'm assuming that Kyle is more prepared for running out of beer than he is, like, this current, like, issue we having. Like, you're going to run out of food, but Kyle will never run out of beer.
4: I don't know what I'm doing for dinner tomorrow. I know what yeah. I'm drinking tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Alex, what do you got? God bless. Ah, you already we'll know. Get
1: away with something new. Nothing new. Jameson ginger ale. There you go. Uh, down to the last bottle. I'm really sad about that. Oh, no.
4: No. How'd you let that happen?
1: It's a leader. Don't be that sad. So it's it's <laughs> 1.4, actually, or 1.6, something along those lines. But yeah, it's my last one until I go All and right. buy some more.
2: All right, Marco, what do you got today? Marco, what are you drinking?
3: Yeah, what are we drinking, man?
5: I'm a big whiskey drinker. Wow. So yes. for tonight, I decided to go with, uh, with, a, with a new one. It's called Eagle Rare. It's a bourbon whiskey. Oh, it's nice. from Kentucky. Nice. There Very you go. Nice. It's I've actually, heard about we, 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 so it's whiskey with ginger ale.
2: There you go. Oh, oh, oh my God! Oh boy.
1: Love it. Oh. So so, Marco, you're, so Alex Friends now. already.
3: So when this episode is done, Marco, you're gonna see someone slide right into your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> his name thing. is gonna be Alex, and he <laughs> his name is gonna be Alex, and he is gonna request your friendship for life.
1: <laughs> I'll bring the ginger on the ice cubes. There you go. Magical. Oh, that's great. That's that's great. All right. Well. All right.
0: Now that we have two Arsenal fans here, uh, Matt's going to run through a couple questionnaire questions of some sort, some wild-firing brigade shots of questions to Arsenal fans, and I will sit back and drink water and listen.
2: Well, actually, right. before before we start get th- get started with that, Mark, do you want to just introduce yourself a little Ooh. bit and uh, your background with soccer, with TV oh, support, sure. that kind of stuff?
5: of course justin.
2: Um, justin justin how rude that you don't <laughs>
5: properly introduce my, my head out you know god damn you know it we can, we can just dive in straight into it it's not a problem all right so my name is marco i am part of uh fc part my of favorite
3: podcast my favorite podcast
5: matt we appreciate uh tremendously all six of us how much you have supported us so thank you very much i'm part of a crew of six um I'm known as the interrupter because I enjoy interrupting people when they're mid-sentence. So I'm very sorry if I do that today. I was about to say,
3: don't worry. You're just doing what I do. So <laughs> at this point, no one no one is talking besides Marco and I. That's it. Deal with it. <laughs> uh,
5: and then uh, if we go to my team, so in, in this order, uh, I'm a Real Madrid fan first, an Arsenal uh, fan second, and a NYCFC fan third. Uh, any other team i will support follow maybe for a season or two depending on the league but for the most part those are my three teams um nice. and again starting with Real madrid so um cool. that's my background so yeah
2: all right now uh, what was that first question we had there uh justin
4: we're gonna go to arsenal first though not,
2: not no, the i was about to say
3: so so i'm gonna ask a couple not questions Arsenal related because you know, I feel like Arsenal nowadays with everything going on, are wanger in, wanger out, wanger here, wanger there. Arsenal doesn't get enough love, and I feel like Arsenal deserves some love. No, still, don't. still the only ever Premier League team to go completely undefeated. <laughs> okay, let's let's uh, shout, shout out to the Watford gods.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Ar- it3 uh, yeah, it Marco yeah.
3: Marco Marco you have no idea I have Kyle blowing up my phone that day because I walked away because <laughs> I'm gonna be honest here when Liverpool's playing Wafford I'm like this is a game I don't really need to watch
1: <laughs> and he goes this scoreline
3: confuses me what so I walk over to the TV and I just see three nothing and I'm like this doesn't what <laughs> yeah, let's go that makes hey. sense.
5: I, I, Dude, I remember no, where exactly where I was at
3: that day, too. That's perfect. It's like <laughs> something tragic that happens in the world, but yeah. no, it's the day we all remember where we were the when Liverpool was The day every that the world, fan remembers where Arsenal, they were.
4: I think I think every a team every fan that wasn't Arsenal beat Liverpool. <laughs>
3: Kyle said it best. Kyle said it best. Watford is Arsenal's best player this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. I,
4: I spent the last half of that game just watching the score box, waiting for it to change, like there's a mistake or something. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so the first question I'm going to dive into, and it's I kind of just talked about it. Where were you on the entire wanger out, wanger in kind of debacle? Because it seemed like for a couple years, it kind of dragged out a little bit. And I felt like there were a lot of people who were one way, a lot of people who were another way, a bunch of people who are just like, oh my God, just something happened. Like... Where were you both when it came to, like, that specific situation?
5: I was on the boat that it was time. I actually think, and I appreciate what, everything that Van did, did for Arsenal, but I think he stayed, his, he overstayed his welcome. He stayed an extra two years that he had no need to stay. He should have left two years prior. When he, by the time he left, I'm like, I felt like I was like, okay, about time. But I feel like his replacement wasn't who I wanted bright took it anyway, but going back to Wenger, I think yeah, I think he just he just overstayed his welcome. We appreciated everything he did. <laughs> he brought a new football style to uh, to England. He gave us the Invincibles, and he gave us several FA Cups. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: In in my opinion, I mean, you go through. You know, you go through the top managers in Premier League history, which I would love to talk to on another episode at some point. Ar- Arsene Wenger's got to be in the top, what, oh. three? Like, I, I really can't. I'm going to go Sir Alex first because, duh. We're, we're, it's uh, not this episode, Matt. I know. Well, I'm the just, Man like, United I'm just...
4: fan picks Sir Alex first. I'm so shocked.
3: We'll talk about this on another episode. But, Kyle, really, who else would go before him? Another episode, Ky- Matt. <laughs> But Kyle, what are you? Wh- where Jose were you? I think Jose would
4: be right up there as my favorite Man United coach ever.
3: You you didn't ask who I thought the second greatest Premier League manager was, so you keep <laughs> go to your Wenger out comments, okay?
4: So but... um, I during this whole thing, I I think Wenger was one of those situations where I was never on the Wenger out boat. I, I, I don't like to go right to the coach when things go wrong. I think the team had start had started to make a decline long before we had Emery or Arteta or anything like that. And I I really question how much of what's been going on was really his fault or not. So it, to me it kind of seems I like I just never jumped on that train.
2: Like he was able to patch the band aids in the right spots at the right time and then once he left the next guy didn't know which band did cover which hole, and it exactly. just kind exactly. of shit the fan out. But
3: it. how much now? How much do you think the downfall of Arsene Wenger dealt with? I hate to say Arsenal's extremely famous for a piss poor board of executives, but all I hear all You're day from anything Arsenal related is how horrible the Cronky family is to Arsenal and how they strictly run this team as a business for profit and nothing more where they don't invest where they need to actually invest. They just bring in the guy who they think is going to sell the jerseys. But when the coach isn't doing something right, the fans just immediately turn on him. Like where, 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 what do you guys think about that?
4: I'll interject really quick and then I'll open it up to Marco. But um, I, I'm pretty much in agreement with that. It's uh I, now I'm not sure how much of this is them and how much of this is this guy or that guy, but you're just left with a team where Aubameyang clearly wants out. Uh, our captain, Granit Xhaka, threw his shirt and armband. Was just fed up with everything because the fans are clearly done with it.
3: But I I'm not. Uh, you have I, all I, these I, guys I, that I don't want to be
4: there. You have Mesut Ozil, who everybody's saying is out of form yet doesn't get any minutes anywhere to try and prove that he's not or prove that he is or anything. It's just but a boatload of a mess and it doesn't seem like anything's being done.
3: The only thing I have with that, like to interject with that is that's, I can't put that on the board. Like,
4: no, like I'm not. I just, like I was about said, to say I like, that, would, that, that, I was was say, that,
3: that seems like a poor football culture and the culture starts in the locker room with the coaching staff. I mean, Ed Woodward's not coming down and fueling Paul Pogba, the whole Paul Pogba problem in the United dressing room. So I really can't imagine that Mesut Ozil not being in form and Granite Jocka throwing his armband no, across of the course field.
4: No, of course not. I, but I think it started with them long before uh, Emery even came in. And I think we'll find out this upcoming transfer window at what gets done, who leaves, who comes in, at uh, what the board is willing to do, if anything. So
3: Marco, Marco, what are you thinking here with all this? All
5: right, so I think the board is uh, has a lot to be blamed on. Um, I think it started even before Baker uh, left. Um, the two years before that I, that I'm talking about, he he tried. He could patch as much as you want, but if you don't have the players to back you up, then there's really not much you can do. Now, six months before he left, they gave him the. They finally said, okay, whatever. I'll give you a bomb my but that didn't really help. And Emery comes in, he asked for stuff, which he didn't get back. And with Emery specifically, I had the issue that as much as I gave him the, the the benefit of the doubt, I'm not one to say, Oh, um, oh, I don't like how he plays in the first ten games. I think he should be fired. No. I'd say give him his time. Give him his time. Let us let him show what type of football he wants to play, what kind of team he wants to assemble. And and if, if by, let's say, two years, nothing the, the happens, then yes, let him go. But until then, let's give him time. The board promised and didn't deliver. They gave him a couple bucks, but not enough. And then when they did, I think he already had lost the the, um, the, the team. Um, the team wasn't backing him up because they, they they didn't understand his style of football. And if you look back at the games, there's a lot of games that you were like, the fuck is he doing? But like, Really? Like, why are you placing this person there? Why are you not using this person? That was at the time that Torreira was was really good and most of the time he was in the bench and Guendouzi was coming in. So small things like that um, caused him to be let go. And plus, again, the team wasn't behind him anymore. Now, moving to Arteta, I think he is the future. I sincerely think that he is. Up to the point that when the whole corona made us... uh, stay indoors and get quarantined. I think he was really trying to test out different types of players. And he, very, he was, what he was doing is I think that he already knew that if he was going to fight for six, that's as much as he was fight for fifth or sixth place. I don't think he was, he knew that he was uh, even trying to at least make it to the top four. But um, I think he was, what he was trying to do is see who's going to keep for the next year and make sure that the young kids were going to be there using um, everybody from Nelson to – le- uh, That
3: left back, that's Sokka, Isles. right?
5: Sokka. He's not even a left back. He's a left wing, but he was used as a left back because they, ha- they had no op- their option. They Dre, told him, hey, Dre- there, go, go there, and that's it.
3: Dre, where have you heard the story of a left wing that, oh, hey, we don't have left backs right now. Get your ass back there. We had
2: a left back, but the left back had to play at center back because we were out of center backs. Q. No, Alfonso Alfonso uh, uh, Davies uh, takes Alphonso over, Davies. right? Because uh, Alaba wasn't injured. Alaba had to take over because well, yeah, all it's... of our center backs were injured. So Alaba moves to center back, and then we put the young guy in in a uh, left back, and he just flourishes. Well, you guys both kind of briefly mentioned the next question that we have. I was about because, to say, um, go ahead, Drake. You know, you could just kind of finish off quickly because you both mentioned it, but. What do you guys? Uh, feel How do you feel that Unai Emery did? And then, what are your outlooks on the future with Mikhail Arteta? Do you guys support him? And how do you think he's going to do in the future?
3: I like the way you said that.
4: I, I don't think Unai Emery was all bad. I think he had his moments. I, I especially think he in tried the press to...
2: conferences, you know, given oh the yeah, one hundred percent press conference. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. I,
4: I think he tried to do what he could with what he had. Clearly, it wasn't enough. He wasn't given enough. I will never hate him though because he did tell Mustafi to pack a bag, so like, I love him for that at least. Arteta, I I agree with I agree with what Marco said. Um, he, I think he's the future. I think he, I think coming from like Man City, learning under Pep Guardiola, I think that did I think that's gonna bring a lot, and I think he's in a place where he can start moving forward if the board will, you know, work with him.
5: Gotcha. I mean it it's it's it comes down to the players you saw the whole uh shock up situation i think happened under under emery yeah um, mustafi not playing properly or not playing at all happened under emery mm-hmm. uh, because with 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 uh, uh arsen banger he did, he he was he was good he he's a world cup champion the whole um ozil situation also Comes from from Emery. I think that there was a lot of misunderstandings in the locker room, and he Absolutely. was a big part of it. Now I don't I don't I don't completely blame Emery, but I just think that he his his style of football just did not come across with these guys. He
4: wasn't the right fit.
5: No. Now, moving over to um, Arteta, you saw the whole team just kind of like woke up. Uh, Shaka wanted to play again. He was about to leave in the, in the winter transfer, and he didn't leave. He decided to stay with Arteta. And he was doing phenomenal to the point that I was hoping that he would play every game. He didn't need to be captain; that's perfectly fine. They took him away from that, and and and, and he should should never ask for it. But as a player, he had, he needed to play. Mustafi, before he, I think he got injured towards the end of the, the whatever we stopped playing, I believe, and so. and he looked good, like to the point that he was saving our asses sometimes. And then Ozil, Odzell for the beginning of Arteta's run, he wasn't playing. Little by little, he started bringing Ozil in because he's like, "All right, if, if you want to be an ass, then you know what you can you can ride the bench, or do you want to play and then show me that you want to play?" And I think Ozil finally did, and yeah. then you start seeing that it, 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 Ozil. I don't want to say the old Ozil was back, but we start seeing glimpses of it.
4: Well, like shades of that,
3: yeah. I just I, like some something that I always see, and I see it all the time with Paul Pogba at United. Um, I feel like it's an attitude problem. Um, I feel like some of these guys walk around Mm. with this like arrogance where it's like, yes, we get it on your best day. You're probably one of the better number tens in all of football. But, you know, uh, soccer players in general across the world need that reality check of, well, hey, when was the last time Mesut Ozil had his best day? Like that's what I'm trying to say. It's like I feel like you see a Mesut Ozil and you just see the character. Like you see him joking around with other teammates on the bench, laughing when you guys are down two one. And it's like, is that really like? If I'm the coach and I see one of my players laughing and we're down two one with ten minutes left in the game, am I bringing on the guy who's cracking jokes? Um, oh no. That's- I was like, that's not what I'm doing. It's I, I just I feel like, I feel like it's an attitude problem. You need to prove that you want to make an impact on this team. I, I just I don't. The one thing I don't think helps the entire Ozil situation is isn't he bringing in like plus four hundred thousand dollars a week?
5: Yes, to run at so the bench. He, yeah, yeah. So that was that was an issue, but it's not that you can say, hey, I'm gonna stop paying you because...
3: Oh, no, I know that. Tr- trust me, we already I mean, had these...
5: <laughs> we've already had these
3: jokes I mean. about Alexi Sanchez. Trust me. <laughs> Ed Woodward's putting a gun to Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer's back. He's like, we are paying this guy half a million dollars a week. Put him in.
5: <laughs> I mean, first of all, I think, I think in Arteta's eyes, is like, I don't give a crap. I don't care how much we're paying you. If you don't want to play, you're not playing. Yeah. And if you're not showing me that you want it, I'm not putting you in. I don't care how much we're paying. And I think it, it rubbed off on maybe on the board a little bit bad. But at the end of the day, it is his team, and they brought him in for a reason. But I think
4: clearly Ozil needed
5: that. Yeah.
4: I I think he needed to hear that, and I think it's helped.
5: I mean, I also wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if if this season would have ended up normal, like every other season, Ozil leaving at the end of the season. Why? He's a little up there in age. I think his contract comes up in the next year. Um, yeah, there were two. rumors
4: that he was in talks with D.C. United. I was I was
5: wow. just yeah, about to say the I I Wayne Rooney to be
4: replacement. Come on
3: well, down. Well, I was about to say, I think the MLS would be great. For Mesut Ozil, the only problem, and you go to a team like DC, he was as Dre just said, he would be Wayne Rooney's replacement. I mean, basically there, the team did absolutely nothing in DC United to replace that position. I think that they are looking to go after another superstar to sell jerseys because that's all good. That's all DC United's good for is to sell decent-looking black jerseys. But I think, wow, I I don't know if he'll go because DC United is not. Gonna pay him four hundred thousand yeah. dollars a week. Yeah, but they're so gonna the, be like, hey, at this at this ha-
2: point, no one's no. gonna pay him. Four I think he exactly. knows he's
4: not gonna get that again. That's
2: yeah, not,
3: that, that's not that's not true. That's, there have to be there have to be Saudi leagues okay, or Chinese may, maybe leagues. like yeah, maybe well, China, China can't do anymore. Weekend, yeah. I was like, China to can't it. do it anymore, but has anyone talked about the Saudi Arabian League? I mean, that that league yeah. is still is paying.
2: Isn't that a hobby from Barcelona? He went to like the, uh, he the went, he United went... Arab Emirates? He went to the Emirates, went. Yeah, right? w- he,
3: yeah, he went for one year and made like $400,000 a week, which was yeah. twice as much as he ever made at Barcelona. Like, think about that. Like,
0: Where, where do you listen. go to build your brand? United States of America <laughs> I'm sure he's going to get some kind of percentage on uh, jersey sales he won't get the money on the uh, upfront salary wise but on the back end he's going to get something well,
3: I don't know do I'm going to
5: make a part owner of, it, of the team after for the
3: time after there. Yeah, after, sure. after every game meso has to walk down a really dark shady alley in dc's metro area <laughs> and there's just gonna be a guy in a brief co- like what are, the, what are those the, uh, the, the, the big trench coat and he's just gonna hand him an envelope full of cash
5: yeah <laughs> you did it I again mean... If if Klozenich is with him, he can defend him. There you go. (laughs) So
3: this is actually a question uh, that has to do with, like, the transfer windows. Um, You guys both kind of talked about already how, like, Arsenal's kind of dropped the ball here or there on past transfer windows. With all the rumors circulating about Pierre-Emerick, Obama-Yang, not knowing about the future of Lacazette, and you haven't seen, like, the real... Pepe that you saw on the YouTube videos when you were looking him up before he got linked to Arsenal. Where do you guys think Arsenal, like what direction? I know they're going to, st- I know that because of Arteta, they're starting to play more youth players. Justin and I talk about it all the time, how the youth is the key. You must play the youth. What direction do you think they're going to go in? And friendly reminder that there's this, you know, you lose Obama Yang. I was thinking about this today. You lose Obama Yang. There is this guy from Tottenham. He scored a few goals here or there, but apparently he doesn't want to go back. Would a guy like Harry Kane fit in in a place like Arsenal?
5: I'd rather die. No. Uh, I don't think he, he fits in Arteta's way. I think Arteta's way is very close to Pep Guardiola's way, and that is pass, 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 tiki taka, and a lot of speed. And he does not have that.
3: No, he, that he,
5: he, he's the type of player that holds it a little bit and needs. Eighteen uh, needs wheeler to without
4: any wheels. Pretty much. <laughs> Go um, nowhere fast.
5: <laughs> so I, I, I don't see that happening when it comes to the big signings or the big questions out there, which is Lacazette, Obama Yang, and even Ozil. Three out of the four, two out of three are leaving. If I had to, if I had to guess, it's going to be Lacazette and, and Ozil. I have, so you think so you I, I think have, I have a feeling that Obama might stay up for an additional year. Um they might think increase they, his contract because Ozil leaves they can pay him a little bit more. Do you and, think
3: throwing him the captain's badge was a desperate like a desperate like throw to try to like have an emotional connection like hey, we're going to give you the captain's badge. Like this is how important you are to us. Like do you think that they tried doing something like that?
5: I mean honestly, I think it was, it was half that half try to try to keep him there for an additional year and have not having an actual leader on the field because the next person that i would have considered to be a captain would have been bellerin but he was injured at the time so why give Mm him a captaincy to a person that's injured and you know when he's coming back no that's so i I, I kind of felt like if it's not going to be shaka it had to be obama
4: i'm pretty much in agreement with you i think you had briefly mentioned it before uh Arteta had changed some people's minds. I, I think that maybe they can convince him to stay another year. I, I agree it was probably half desperation and more so who, have, who else are we going to give it to at this point in time. Uh, I'm pretty much in agreeing with everything you're yeah. saying. So one of the questions I thought of for you guys is that
2: lots of clubs tend to have a, like a very iconic attacking trio. And it seems to me like Arsenal's Arsenal's attacking trio should be more successful than they are. You know, you have Barcelona you had the MSN, you have you know uh, Neymar, Suarez and and Messi and then at you know, Bayern you had Lewandowski, Robin, and Ribery and you know a lot of teams have these like, you know, key attacking trios with players like Aubameyang, Lacazette and Pepe. What happened to that those three players couldn't mesh better or couldn't put up the numbers? like some other well-known attacking trios in Europe.
4: I'll uh, let you start with this one.
3: I was <laughs> like I just don't want to touch this question with a
5: ten football. Look, you
3: cannot pass.
5: Well, the, So for me in my eyes, it was because you have two strikers on the field and you have it, you're making one of them play on the left side. Exactly. I think if you had to choose one of them it had to be Obama Yang. Lacazette, to me, at the end of the season or towards whatever we last saw is more like a super sub. He was coming in, he was doing the job at the end. And for me, Martinelli was the person to have on a left wing. Even though he's a, he's an actual striker, Martinelli was enjoying a lot playing on the left. And he said it multiple times. He had he had no problem playing on the left. And that's he was young enough that if you if you bring that in and you teach him how to play on the left, he will be that left striker type of player. So, why didn't it work? I, I just it felt like like I said and Obama had chemistry, yes, and they do play well together if they if we had two strikers on the field, but we we're actually for a top three. And bringing Pepe in under Umri, he didn't do much, and it was consistently being replaced by somebody else. And then Pepe, I, I feel like Pepe still needs a lot of guidance.
2: Do do you think that Pepe is one of like one of the problems I have with a lot of young superstars that get thrown in too quickly or thrown to the stardom or, or the spotlight too quickly is that the expectations are kind of set too high for a kid who comes in at 17, 18, 19 years old, you know, everyone says this guy is going to be the next this, the next that. And do you think it is a it too much pressure for a player that young or do you think that he was ready for it and just did not perform?
5: I think the his his his, his price how much people they paid, or they're still paying for it because they're technically still paying for him. I think he's been weighed it like, a little bit on his shoulders. Wasn't and, it like
3: $72 million?
5: Uh, Yeah, it was something like that. And the fact that the football that he came playing compared to the uh, the, the EPL one is completely different. And one of the things that I have, my biggest issue with Bipa, as much as I like him, because I do like him and I think he will do well eventually with, with Arsenal, is that he has a bad problem of over-touching. He over- he does too many touches and ends up losing a ball in the box. I think one or two are good, but when you do excessive ones, then you kind of lose yourself. And yeah. I think he had to go back to, like, smart basics. is one, two, and pass. Instead of one, two, three, oh, no, wait, four, five, and six, and then, oh, shit, I lost the ball. Yeah.
2: Which, Don't having worry. having wait. a coach like Arteta that, you know, trained under Pep Guardiola for years, I maybe that could fix it because, you know, uh, Guardiola style is very much tiki-taka, one pass, go, one pass, go, first touch, go. So may- maybe having Arteta as a coach will-, will help fix that aspect.
5: I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. He, you, you have to, if, as, a, as a player and mostly on the, t- on the, on the front three, you want to bring a little flair, or you want to bring a little bit of yourself into the game and show what you can do. But there's times to show and, so- and times to play the game. And sometimes overshowing does affect your game. <laughs>
3: don't don't worry. When say, you guys... I want to say it. Don't worry, guys. When you guys sign Jesse Lingard, you're going to have none of these problems next
5: year. I, I doubt that that guy would ever leave March, uh, Manchester United. I think he will well, I mean, there. I... And he will be forever the biggest prospect you guys ever have.
3: I'm telling you right now, <laughs> he's a
1: 35-year-old he, prospect. For, for,
5: yeah, no, first that, of all, first a of all, year he's, old, he's a big prospect for you guys.
3: What are you talking about? 24-year-olds? He's 27. He's the oldest teenager you'll ever meet. There you go.
5: So you, he is he is <laughs> forever is, your that biggest that, prospect. No, he's not proud they, of that.
3: They stay the same age. I I I just love oh, the fact right. that like every single year he gets a little bit older and yet. In, like, certain people, like, people's eyes, Jesse Lingard, like, is 17 forever. It's like, nah, he's the 17-year-old who's going to have an amazing career. Homie, that was a decade ago. He's 27, and his (coughs) biggest accomplishment is doing the Michael Jackson moonwalk at the Emirates. Like, that's his highlight. That's his
5: highlight. That's his peak right there. (laughs) He scored one goal and one assist, I think, the whole season last year. Oh, my God.
4: Well, well, you gotta remember. Oh, yeah, you no, know, he's still oh, and, young. And his, he's only 27. He's
3: exactly, yeah, he's, he's young. He's future. young. He has
5: he has, uh, he has a lot to go, to give. A lot for exactly. him. Uh, United,
3: him, him, and that actually Young guy—they're gonna be young forever. I mean, oh yeah, one of them will.
4: <laughs> with Inter, uh, maybe not with you. Well, well let's not Alex. even talk.
3: Let's let us let us not even talk about it. Uh, that's that's United's oh. retirement team. Um, so, Kyle,
2: what what's your uh, what's your take on that uh, that question?
3: Uh.
2: If you decide to even touch it. <laughs>
4: yeah, you know, there's nothing new that I I want to add. I I, I agree I, with uh, pretty much all of it. I think that I think that next year, once we see Arteta like really start to go and make his own decisions, I think that things will start to change because obviously, you know, the front three really didn't perform under.
2: How how long of a contract did they
4: give to our dad? Like how how long is this a contract for as a coach? Uh I'm not sure to be honest with you. I think it's
5: three years. I was about to say I think it seems to be like the standard. It's it's a standard nowadays. It's three years. Yeah.
3: Well, honestly, like before we move on to our next topic, Alex and I were talking about it not too long ago, shortly after soccer stopped. I just have a problem with Aubameyang on the left wing. Like he just needs to be a striker. He, <laughs> how is it? How is a guy who is cons, consistently always pressuring for the golden boot in the Premier League playing as your left wing? But the guy who can't score half of his goals is the striker. I speed. think Marco, Marco, you said it exactly right. Lacazette should be that option off the bench to apply speed and pressure uh, to an already to a tired defense. Alex Rivera and I, we, we were talking about this. I, like I said, it has to be weeks ago, but that's exactly like yeah, we're watching it. And it's just like, it doesn't make sense that <laughs> Obama Yang is a winger. Cause then you see him, he's picking up that ball 30 yards away from goal. That just, it's like, that's not where he should be. He should be, f- you know, within 10 feet of the goal. I, I don't know. It would, it, it would, p- oh. it would piss me off. I, well, I
4: You see, Matt, that would make too much sense.
0: Oh, my apologies. So, Therefore,
4: Arsenal won't do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: it. Sounds like the Red Bull. Pretty little much. A little bit. All
4: right, let's
2: get the last Arsenal question out of the way so we can jump over uh, across the pond to the U.S.
4: and talk some MLS action. Oh, the answer to your last question is yes, I do have a noose ready just in case. <laughs> <laughs> that Jesus. applies
3: for both questions.
4: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, it really does.
3: So, University, I. I think I share it all the time, the Simpsons uh, episode. Not of... today, old friend. <laughs> I was about to say Not Mo today. just leans over into the corner, sees the noose in the next room. Not today, old friend. <laughs>
2: yep. So this is a question that I've definitely talked with Marco about before, I think, way back. And that is, do you guys see Arsenal in danger of dropping out of being a top six uh, EPL club? Because if I had to speak frankly about it, I think that Leicester City is making a very, very strong argument for taking that top six spot. And if there's one team I'd have to drop out of it at this point, I, I think it, it would be Arsenal. Um, but you know, last year they did finish in, in the fifth, I believe, so they're, they're still in there. But do you think with their continued performance with the loss of, of Wanger and, and, and that, like, do you think they're in the danger of dropping out?
4: I think, judging by this year, last year, I think they have. I mean, if we're talking permanently, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that they can capitalize and learn from their mistakes and move forward as to avoid that situation. But who knows?
5: For me, it's yes this year. It kind of kind of obvious uh, as much as they're trying for it, and I really don't know how this year's going to end. But in the good side, whenever. If they decide to bring back the 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 EPL for this season, by the time it actually comes back, let's say it's in June, and they run throughout the summer, a lot of our players will be back from injury. So there you go. The only problem is whoever we have on loan would have to leave before June, at the end of June. Sorry. Now for 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 years to come, if they're going to be out of the top six, no. And you brought up Leicester City. Yes, they're, they're doing phenomenal this year, a lot better than what I expected. But also, remember when they won the cup, how bad they did the next year and the year after that? Yeah. And the year after that. So, I, re- as much as they look good, I don't think they will be a top six contender every year. As well as I don't think Spurs will be a top contender for, uh, for the top six every year. Except, even, even worse if they have putting you under as, 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 a cap, as a coach.
3: So, quick thing before right. we switch on to the next one. From an outside point of view with like you know just from watching Arsenal for so many years from not being an Arsenal fan I think you need to give Arteta like a one an entire transfer summer transfer window yes. one you got to you got to figure out what he's doing I still think they're a top 6 club I actually don't consider Tottenham a top 6 club and my reason why is at least Arsenal's front office give them a little bit of money Tottenham's front office didn't give Poch crap
2: and, and he still got him, and he still got him and to the Champions and League. And he final. got
3: him to a Champions League final, but I just—they're going in. I think Arsenal's going in the correct direction. They brought in a younger coach with youthful mindset. I think Tottenham brought in an old coach to do old ways with an old team, and I think they're going in the wrong direction. So I think Man. Arsenal would actually sneak in while Tottenham is actually. On their way
2: out. out. So either way, Leicester will play <laughs> some team in the top six.
3: Well, Leicester won a title. I know, of I, course I, they're. I
2: have like, I'm like a Leicester fanboy, so I can't really hide Casper
3: that. Schmeichel,
2: Casper Schmeichel FC. Ca- Casper Schmeichel FC. Jamie Vardy FC. Oh, well. Chat shit <laughs> get banged FC. That's yeah, chat shit get banged FC. <laughs>
3: Oh right, God! Uh, so I guess we're gonna have to talk about NYCFC, aren't we? Right, here Justin,
4: we go.
2: Justin, we Justin,
3: take us, take us across. Oh, the he path. has a scarf. Oh, oh, that's a I jersey. Hold on.
5: Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, let, just, let me just let me just slide
0: out of the did. way and reveal everything. I didn't put it on
5: because my room was actually very hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually decided to bring all my jerseys with me. So I have my, my my NYCFC one. I brought. I have it on my lap, but again, I'm just gonna throw them over my bed. My Arsenal oh my one, God. and then. I had to make sure that I had to bring the one in
3: on. one. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, was, hey, well, someone came prepared. I feel yeah. ill-prepared. Yeah. I, I just no. have as the as Red I Bull jacket on.
0: You, I, feel, I feel like I came uh, ill-prepared. Hey. Hey, I hey, see, feel
3: like I, I came ill-prepared, guys. Yeah, let me see You're the on, R.C. On, there was yeah. Just yeah. a in there, and, you know, where
1: people can't see and what we're talking about.
0: Good. Well, I was going to segue into it, and I was going to talk about Marco and how he likes Long walks on the beach and my ties. No, but Benchwarmers FC. It's a podcast. It's our rival. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's another podcast that's soccer related. Uh, if you've ever watched the fight scene,
3: bit. if you've yeah. ever watched the fight scene from Anchorman, the, the first <laughs> one where they all meet up in the alley, like you, have, you have like, Dre like, killed a like, guy. <laughs> Drake killed a the guy. The yeah, there was a guy on a horse on fire, and and I killed him. Trey, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. <laughs> we
4: we I think don't think he changed his about name that to Trey.
3: Oh, oh yeah, he for legal reasons changed his name to Trey.
2: Trey, Trey. <laughs> for legal reasons relating
0: to Justin. Sorry, Marco. Polo. You're kind of. Are you fresh to MLS? Oh, that was fantastic. I didn't even think about
5: that, Marco. <laughs> that
3: was great. Hey, Marco Polo. Part of,
5: it's part of my life, and it, this is the first time I'm able to use it myself. So thank <laughs> you, I appreciate that. There you go. <laughs> am i new to mls uh slightly yes right. uh, i didn't start following it until i find out i found out about nycfc
0: okay
5: the way i found out about it is back a couple years so i want to say six to eight years ago i used to work as a pest control person uh, i did pest control for homes mm-hmm. and one of the homes that i did was a very close friend of claudio Arena. And oh, damn. He was the, yeah, and he was the first one to mention it. Um, I was servicing his home, and then he's like, hey, uh, so what's up? What's going on, man? Ah, oh, nothing. And then he was like, he brought something up about soccer. And I'm like, oh, I'm a big fan. And I started talking to him about it. And the conversation didn't lead anywhere except for just talking about soccer. And then three months later, I come back, and he's like, yeah. So I was talking to my friend, and he's he's he's, he's getting involved with uh, Man City and, and the Yankees and Thinking about bringing a soccer team to another soccer team to New York. And I was like, oh, it's gonna be in the US. I was like, no, it's gonna be in the MLS. It's gonna be like a franchise. And like, uh, oh, snake. that's, that's oh, dope. Okay. So that's yo, how you I started that. getting a little bit more involvement into it and started looking it up and like how it's gonna be called. And then that's when I started finding out that they were thinking about calling it NYCFC or New York, New York City mm-hmm. uh, uh, football club. And little by little, I went through the whole process of seeing when they, they created the logo, who, how many logos were wow. out there, the colors everything so i i'm literally from the beginning i was i was a fan Day one yeah um Dude, what, the inside what, are you, scoop? Yo,
3: what are you talking about day one this guy had the inside report he was there yeah. on day negative five yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah the inside like scoop. yeah like, like, yo, he was there before it was a thought. Like
5: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people didn't know about it. Like there was already like small like talks here on Facebook and like online and stuff like that, but it wasn't like an actual like it wasn't confirmed or, or they really didn't have like a concrete what's gonna happen. Marco and So did, it took Marco, me, like, a year did, for it to figure it out.
3: Marco, did you ever talk about this on Bench warmers?
5: No, because every time I try to so say this, something, they is, give me shit for it.
3: <laughs> this is a world exclusive.
5: <laughs> believe me, I've tried and I've had Host conversations and with I've had I have conversations off air uh, with some friends. They, they, they actually try to listen to me, but when I try to say this to my friends, they're just assholes and they just <laughs> they just don't believe me.
0: <laughs> now the the so rest I... of the bench warmers, they're all.
5: They Two one is a very huge, huge Rebels fan. Okay. The other one is a follower and loves to give me shit just that's why he I think he follows more Rebels. And the other three the and the other three, like they know about it. If they had to pick a team, it's because it's local. They choose Rebels. It's not that they're like huge fans. Right, it's not like yeah. the Here's the thing I, a bad res- team
0: either, so
3: I'll respect you, Marco, because You, like, I think that's a legitimate reason to follow a team, like, finding about them at ground zero, day one, and just before they had players, because I know a lot of NYCFC fans who immediately jumped on because via Pirlo Lampart, you know... All that, like, all, all the razzle and dazzle. I'll actually, I respect you because before there was a logo, before there was a the color scheme, before anything, you were like, "Let's go." A Let's team, a, a, a team in New York City. That's it. I'm, in. I'm in because I, 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 unfortunately have the privilege of knowing people <laughs> who are like, "Yo, David Villa is the best striker that's <laughs> ever come to New York, bro." There's this guy named Bradley Wright Phillips who put in a hundred goals, like. 12 against you, please stop Just talking. Saying. I thought you were going somewhere
4: different with that, Matt. I thought you we're, were going to talk about people that had Red Bull season tickets that all of a sudden no are name the red and black stripes. No, we drop.
3: won't name drop. We will not name drop. But yes, there are plenty <laughs> of people who were like, no, I've been a Red Bull and Metro Stars fan since day one. Oh, a team that's 20 minutes closer to my house? Sure, I'll go root for them instead. I, I guess we should talk a little bit about. So the let's... rivalry, I guess. I mean, everyone here is way too friendly about it. I feel like no one's threatened Marco's life yet. <laughs> I mean, do you really
5: He's consider it a ri- rivalry? It. Yeah.
3: It's cool people, dude. Let's, start, let's start, to it,
5: start off dude. with that. Do you really consider it a rivalry? I'll
3: uh, start... They're not our I...
4: number one rivals. I mean, I'll I Kyle Hi. them. I'm Go myself. Ahead, Kyle consider it more of, like, the MLS is forced rivalry. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you ask me, yeah. our rivals are DC United, sure. that's my bottom line. But, like, so no, now you have rivalry week, so we can push the DC games to a Wednesday, so we could push City to a Saturday, because you have to hate City. That's yeah. the thing you
0: have to do. I just hate your stadium selection. And it's
4: just, I just want a fucking Saturday night DC United bus trip. I don't really care about going to Yankee <laughs> Stadium again. Here's, here's what I'll say, though. I will say that NYCFC
2: is I would consider a bigger rival than Philadelphia though. DC still obviously the Philly's not drive. a rival. Exactly. I mean, you're not our
4: rival. <laughs>
3: no, 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 Philly's not. Philly's not a rival. Philly's a little bleep that's on our schedule that we actually have yeah. to pay attention to. That like, eliminated us from the playoffs last
4: year. <laughs>
3: and we, uh, I'm sorry, and we eliminated them from playoff, com- um, all playoff competition two years ago. Remember that, Justin? I mean, Doesn't that yeah, sound really like, a like a rivalry
1: in the past, but No, okay.
3: but but um, I
2: I definitely think that you know, derby games are just fun. It's exactly that. It may not be the biggest rivalry in the world. But derby games well, are fun and I'm glad that we have well, one. Well yeah, here, I'll that's
3: use I'll, I'll use this as an example and I think it's a great example because of the whole red and blue thing as well. Manchester United's biggest rival was Liverpool. We still consider Manchester City a rival because that's an in-city derby. Like the stadiums are separated by 2.5 miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not our biggest rival, but sure. I'm telling you right now I take the City game just as important as the DC game, but like Kyle said, I think it is a manufactured yeah. rivalry. Like, I look at it, Atlanta, exactly. we were not supposed to be rivals with Atlanta. And the Red Bull and Atlanta were never meant to be rivals. And magically, Kamar is beating the piss out of Villaraba, and out of nowhere, fists start flying boom Whew. rivalry out of hold nowhere. Up, hold up. That is, like, but, those are the, like, rivalries that I really appreciate. Like, that yeah. there's actually, like, an underlining reason underneath it. Like, I feel like, don't get me wrong, the second I heard that, now Marco doesn't know this, but Kyle and I are also both Red Sox fans. So the second we heard that the Yankees were getting involved in soccer, we're cracking knuckles, and we're like, I got problems here. <laughs> <laughs> More reason
4: for me to cry in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn right.
3: I mean, always give credit. At least NYCFC doesn't start running around the stadium with their hand in their pants screaming
0: twenty seven rings! Twenty
3: seven rings.
0: But let's well, face don't it. Don't be I mean, jealous, dude. Just don't, don't be jealous. I hear a little jealousy coming from let's you there. Let's face it, star. there are a
4: chunk of them that are the same people. And that would happen. Correct.
0: That happens in all sports though. Let's be honest.
3: Yeah. There's always the hooligans. I'm I'm happy NYCFC's in the league. I'll say I have no issue with it whatsoever. I do think, and honestly, don't get me wrong. We play in New Jersey, but we were originally the Metro stars. The only reason why the New York, the only reason why the Red Bulls labeled New York on us is because when they're trying to attract media attention, Mm -hmm. no one gives a flying shit about the state of New Jersey, even though we're about a thousand times better than the state of New York, but I'm not even going to get into that. (laughs)
0: Um, I think we discussed like when NYCFC gets a stadium, and it feels more like a home. I think it can build a well, little bit more of that, a rivalry.
3: But that's that, the nice, just, that, like. But that's the thing, though. That's something every single like, and it's funny because they even talked about it like today. He, um, the Red Bull happened to bless all of us with the seven nothing game on their. The um, red wedding. The red wedding, mm. like the Alexi Lawless, like it's five nothing, six nothing into the game, but Alexi Lawless is just looking like the the camera panned into the fans, and Alexi Lawless, who hey, even though he's has been a part of the Metro Stars Red Bull family because he you know he was one of the original people here. The, he even says it himself. He's like, the NYCFC fans deserve better. At the end of the day, the Red Bull, yes, they play in New Jersey. But they play in one of the best soccer-specific stadiums in the league. Wouldn't it be nice? And I know, Marco, we talked about this a little bit. And I'll let you chime in now. How much of the fact that you guys still don't have a stadium, how much does that still piss you off?
5: All right. So a lot of it. All right. Let's go back. So, yes, it's manufactured reverie. I think it will become a rivalry eventually. One reason is that we don't have a stadium, and that's one of the biggest issues that you guys have against us and we have against our own team. It's because we don't have a stadium. Now, one of the biggest things that I have, the arguments that I consistently and and uh, I have with my, my friends about us going against Rebels, going against YCFC, is that, well, at least we have a stadium. I'm like, well, yes, I understand that. We we don't. And we haven't had one for the past six years. And it gets frustrating. And it, it, to make matter, matters worse, NYCFC decided to play two home games at Rebel Arena. Yeah,
1: they that had right,
2: to hurt. You want to say they, they didn't decide to. They were kind of forced into because... Well, Conca- yeah,
5: Yankees Concaf decided that they allow- weren't going to give them the, 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 the field. No,
2: CONCACAF does not allow... That's right, that's uh, right. Champions League games to be played in a non soccer specific stadium.
3: Correct. Now why now is there a reason why they didn't go back to Connecticut? Because I remember there was an issue at some point sometime where NYCFC hosted a game where um Hartford uh what is it? The Hartford College. Um They they almost
2: I know this time around they almost did a game at Saint John's University
3: in New York, but then there's no capacity there. It's you know a thousand. of people. Yeah, but the it, thing I about that it that is issue. it's all it's a Champions League game, though. I mean, Red Bull don't attract people into that stadium for a Champions League Tuesday night game events yeah. Chivas Guadalajara. They like, don't
0: attract them at all.
5: I think, I think it, to on, I think it had to terms. be like a, a CONCACAF-certified stadium or something like that. Yeah, right. And so. I think that, that one in, in, in Connecticut isn't one of them.
3: Funny but, enough, Atlanta Atlanta can't play at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They had to play at Georgia Tech's college, didn't they? Wait, why why not? Because it's not a soccer specific, a specific. stadium, wow, so they really? made them. Yeah, they made them actually go. That's, it might also okay. have to do yeah, something with grass on the baseball stadium, but hold like on. like a, like a Mercedes-Benz. is it the type go, of turf I, on the I size think, of the pitch, easily. which I think I is more say, the
4: problem with NYC. I think it's the pitch think, size isn't.
3: I was about to say. Easier. I also think it's a. I think it's a grass to turf thing. Uh, Mercedes-Benz is all turf. I think you need to play at a grass field for Champions League. Yes.
5: Yeah, so going back, yes. So the fact that it hurt even more, and I, I went to, I went, to, I went to Reddit, I went to Facebook, I went everywhere to find out what people were thinking, because when I found out, the last thing I wanted to do is talk to my friends about it, because I know they were going to give me shit. Because one of the first things I ever said to them is, "Why would I support a team that doesn't play in the, t- the state the state that they represent?"
3: Yeah. No, and that's that's a very good point. I, and Until you it came look- and bit me in the ass. I look yeah. at it, like, all of, all of yeah. my jerseys, all of my scarves, they have New York written on everything. And I get it. Like, I, I really do get it. And I'm telling you right now, there's also a huge chunk of Red Bull fans. I've Dre's ass, Justin's ass, Kyle, Alex, we've all asked. If they replaced it to New Jersey, I think two things would happen. One— more people would get excited because if you look at the New Jersey Devils, the New Jersey Devils are the only New Jersey team left. Like Correct. everyone else has left the state of New Jersey, and the Giants and Jets don't wanna label themselves as New Jersey. Oh, no, no. But if you but if you look at it, if they replace the name to New Jersey Red Bulls, I think like I said, two things are gonna happen. One, people are gonna get a lot more proud. Like people from New Jersey are gonna be a little bit more like, you know what? This is my team now. Like, they're not New York. They're not lying yeah. to anyone. This is my team now.
2: We, we might stop having fans. Like, I know at the tailgates, we have a bunch of fans that come from New York and, like, from Long Island and stuff. Some of those might stop coming. Not, not the diehards, but, like, some fans that travel might stop coming. But I think we would definitely gain fans within but, the state for sure. I
1: was about to say, because you can label them. Go at ahead, the Alex? behind. Look at the sport behind Devils. How, how many years have the Devils, like, underperformed in really shitty, but they had a huge crowd behind them. Yeah. Jersey people are just really proud of New Jersey, yeah. and, that, and we can say that being from New Jersey. Right, and, and, and the, the Devils – we, we can literally come up with shit, and we'll still be proud of it. But how
3: often but, do the Devils – how often do the Devils turn around and they label themselves as Jersey's team? Yeah. That would be awesome if – like, the Red Bull turned around and were Jersey's yeah. soccer team. Boom. I think you're going to get a huge wave of people who are like, well, this team is from New Jersey. I bet you if you ask the common soccer mom or dad whose kid plays rec league soccer and talks about the Red Bull, I don't think they would know where Red Bull Arena is. They say New York, so they might think New York. Eh, it's mm-hmm. too far to take the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. No, and I like that's what I'm saying. I think you would get a lot of, I think you would get a new rush of fans strictly on the Jersey pride. Yeah, I think that's the one insult I never
4: understood because it's like, yeah, I would, I would nothing but love them for to be the New Jersey Red Bulls. So what's your point?
3: Like, when people, like, (laughs) I I love it, like, when we go to certain stadiums as away fans and, like, go back to New Jersey, like, they do that chant, I go, please, I'm counting the seconds, I don't want to be. It's it's a whole thing of New York is
5: red, I'm like, no it isn't, New Jersey is red, because they have the Devils, they have have, uh, Rebels
3: the metro i like to change this the metropolitan area is
1: the tri-state is red
3: (laughs) the tri-state is red you know what i'm okay with that if that was the common goal if all major parties met together and it was the metropolitan area was red that's fine i'll put that on a t-shirt and i'll live with it i'm okay with it
5: all right that's like my, my biggest issue is when they said new york is red i'm like no technically new york is blue Who's the one team that play that plays? Who are the teams that play in New York that actually represent New York? I th- all of them. Wear I just blue.
3: the only thing that I the think bu- that just the Buffalo few- Bills were blue. <laughs> 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 first of all, first of all, nope. I watch zero NFL but I watch all the Buffalo Bills Mafia videos on Facebook. and, and uh, oh, they're Those amazing. guys are jumping on tables with no shirts, and the tables have gasoline and fire on top. And they were showing
4: up for the Guardians, too.
3: Those people are a different level that I can't keep up with.
4: Tailgating at its <laughs> finest.
3: That's because
2: all you drink at Tailgates is White Claw. you got to drink what they're <laughs> drinking. You'll be on their level. <laughs> Dude, drink. I assume that people, people so from the Bill Mafia
3: are drinking that. gasoline. I assume people are just like just putting gasoline just straight down in funnels at Bill Mafia's. Games.
1: All right, <laughs>
2: So, uh, oh, as we're winding down here, let's uh, let's tackle one more topic before we we, we uh, finish up here. So, what this is kind of uh, moving on from the MLS here, but this is a question that all of us kind of uh, agreed is, is something interesting. What current or former player do you think would make a great coach in the future? And I think I'm going to start with this just because I, I love my answer. And I think Marco no. might agree with me. You have to go
3: last now. Oh, that well, means I can we, steal his answer
5: then. Yeah, that's
3: <laughs> it. That's fine. Marco Marco is the guest. Marco gets to go first.
5: All <laughs> right, all right, all right. I, I'm, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a guest, like you said, here, so I'm not going to take – uh, Andrew's uh, uh, story. Right his his well-dressed, his well-dressed answer. For, yes, and I know who's going for, and I agree 100%. But I'll leave it to him. Thank you. As much as I am a Real Madrid fan, and because the player that Andrew decided to choose <laughs> is also was a former Real Madrid player, I decided to go in a different way. I think that a former player that will become a phenomenal coach eventually will be Iniesta.
3: Yes. God, I
2: hate that man's guts. I'm sorry. Yes.
3: No, 100%. He's a great
2: player. I just – I can't stand his him football, because, his If you in- can't tell, I'm a Dutch national team fan, and I literally remember the minute that Iniesta scored a 116th-minute goal in the 2012
3: yes. Euro oh, the Euro, Cup? The Euro, yeah. Um to um, defeat the
2: Nets in the final. And – Ever since no, that moment, no, no, I, no, that was what tw- that was
3: tw- 2010, 2010, 2010, it was
2: out of 2010 and 2012. When they scored that goal, I, I, with they, he scored that goal. I, I literally have not liked him since that moment. I respect the man, he's a great, great, great soccer player, he's a legend, really. I just fucking hate his guts because he beat the Netherlands at the World Cup final Look, or the Euro I'm Cup <laughs> final.
5: A, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Real fan, but I'm also a Spain, a, a Spain, Spain team, uh, national team fan. Uh, if in every World Cup, that's why I root for, mostly because Guatemala does not have a national team, <laughs> so I, and it's really hard to root for America. Mostly because they can they barely can make it. So I usually root for Spain. Now I was, I was, I was, uh, I was watching, and I was uh, a fan at the time when Spain won the Euro, the World Cup, and the Euro again, and they won with five mid- midfielders and one striker. That's how I remember it. I re- also remember Iniesta's goal. And I also remember how he played the game when he was in Barcelona. I feared more Xavi, Iniesta, and Messi than I ever feared Neymar, Suarez, and Messi. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I, I'm
3: telling you right now, Messi is the player he is today because he had guys like Xavi and Iniesta. But like, I, yeah. So Dre, go Dre, go ahead. Oh, oh, I'm I not think... going. La- I'm not going last now. No, no, you you can go because I just didn't want. Like, I thought Marco was going to take your guy and I wanted to see you scramble for a second, but
5: Marco's a I mean, top,
3: top, Marco's a top gentleman. I He's wanted a to be man.
5: a nice guy and let him take a Xavi Alonso. Yes, Marco. So. You don't have
3: to be nice on our podcast. <laughs>
5: you can be, was you can, to Trey. I mean, I mention mentioned his name. It should it should have ruined it already for him. All, all, all right.
3: of
2: us are very Mystery mean is out. At it, so we're allowed to be mean. No, I was about to say uh, we're
3: allowed to be mean. This is no one. This is no one's safe space. Okay, yeah. there is no safe. There's no safe standing sections. Okay, <laughs>
2: so like Marco ruined for you guys. My pick is definitely uh, Javier Alonso, and it's not because he looks amazing in his suit. No homo, but that man just looks great in a suit. <laughs> um, Again, but, yes, I would look good
1: in a suit. Uh, just my just nice little my ball, suit. but like, right.
2: I, I remember watching on like Instagram when Bayern would have like away matches, Champions League matches, and they were all traveling, and the, the guys all travel in, in, in their suits and stuff. And I'm like, damn, Javi Alonso looks fucking good. Anyway, um, Javi Alonso, I think, will – not say would. He will make a great coach in the future because I think he's that kind of guy that understands – the game is more so tactics and more so a team sport than it is individual flair, individual talent, and, you know, superstar status. He was part of our successful Real Madrid team. He was on Liverpool for years, you know, not when they won the Champions League or anything, but he was part of that team. And then he was part of Bayern for years where we were doing very well. I think that he has a a very deep understanding of the game and has already expressed that he wants to be a coach and is doing his UEFA training and doing all the certifications he needs to become a coach. Hopefully, Bayern can get him on the academy or something now that we signed Hansi Flick as our permanent coach. Maybe throw him in the academy. I don't know where he goes, but wherever he ends up, I think that team will be very lucky to have Javi Lanza as a coach.
3: Alex? I actually have two. Yo, really you like son of one. a bitch. I have two, two. You better well, not take I, any of mine. Was, wait, wait, wait. Matt's wearing, wearing a two, Yes, mine I'm wearing, wearing a two, two. Okay, up, first Matt. of all, I, anytime we Skype, I'm always having a two, two on. You all just can't see it.
1: I'm just <laughs> not you guys are wearing pants? Wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> That's my dude. So I actually have two this week. I can choose between one. Overseas, I feel maybe Marco would agree with me or disagree with me on. This one is Sergio Ramos. Uh, captain of Real Madrid's team, incredible center back. He's extremely loyal, smart. I think he would make a great captain. Um, and for my Yo, friends he, here, you're going to think on, there's a cop I'll, out.
3: Hold on, I hate to cut you off. Sergio Ramos is 100% the guy where if someone on his team is not doing his job, he's going to beat them up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're not doing your job. Just running from the sideline. Hey, get over here.
2: Every but, team needs that guy. And the teams that don't
4: have that guy,
3: uh, like, don't
1: I do it. Well, right. well, I, just, I every hate team that guy,
4: and if you don't have that guy, you sign Bruno Fernandes.
3: No, I'm just telling you right now. I hate the coaches who are sitting there, like, "Come here, let me give you a hug. It's all gonna be okay." No, another
1: one. Here's another one. for you. Ready? And you all know this is true. Robles as a captain. Ah, uh, fuck or, you. Ah. Uh, uh, out- how many out- did goalkeeper coaches are out there? And, say, I don't I know, and most importantly, couches. everyone can agree he would look good in a suit. Are you joking? Did you see him? Of course
5: he that looks good hey. in a He fits the coach like model. He's yeah. Just yeah. A, so Sejo Ramos would be like a model, <laughs> an actual like model coach. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. he will be a model first and then a coach, and I think he would like <laughs> he would kick people's ass for sure. But I also think like he would have like the pep mentality. Yeah. Uh, Robles, oh, I, I... Robles, I I really hope he does and comes and shits on NYC, uh, and uh, New York uh, Rebels for doing him dirty like they did this oh. year.
3: Oh, no, 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 Marco, no. Marco Marco, 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 Marco,
5: Marco, Marco. We all
3: – so, Marco, every single week we do pick them. So we like literally go through every single MLS game and we pick. There's going to be a winner or it's going to be a draw. We all have a gut feeling that the first NYC uh, – not NYCFC. Inter-Miami versus Red Bull game is going to be a clean sheet for Miami. Robles, so the Red Bull are going to commit, like they're going to concede a penalty, and Robles is going to run all the way up the field and take it.
5: Yo, <laughs> if, if Robles scores a
2: penalty in front of the South Ward, I will lose my mind in a, the best way possible.
5: How do you guys to feel when he comes up to his fans and showing uh, an Inter Miami scarf? I'm not ready. He won't do it. Uh, he won't do it.
3: Here's the thing. Here's well, the, I, I think I He's, the think... The he's such
4: a threat, class act. I, really I have no this. doubt that he'll still show love to the South. So board. yeah, I feel like
0: he'll down whip down out say, a Red
1: Bull uh, So Scarf. He'll
0: come he'll over Mark, and he's going to ask me and Matt how we're doing. If I found a job yet. <laughs> so every time Mark, I see so him, Matt always wins asks, the wedding. Yeah. He's going to tell Matt about friend the
3: wedding. So Marco, you actually, so the Red Bull. Throughout the season, they do Thursday nights with the Red Bull where you can actually – it's like a, either at a liquor store or a bar or something. And you can <laughs> sit somewhere. there, have a – I want to go. So you can out—you can get stuff autographed. You can it's take amazing. a photo with them. It's, it's really cool. Luis Robles will always remember you, whether he's met you one time or 25 times. Like the last time I ran – like the last one we went to – he remembered my name which always scares the crap out of me he's like hey matt how are you how are things and that was the scary one number two was so how's wedding planning going and i'm sitting here like
0: this guy well, what <laughs>
3: <Dude>. <laughs> he's like yeah bit? dude i i'm just sitting here like and he he goes right up to justin he doesn't remember justin's name this time he goes I remember you're looking for a new job. How's the job hunt coming? And Justin's sitting there like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: still uh, still, uh, still, going. Oh
3: yeah. No, R- Robles is. A- so the reason why I don't think Robles would do the Red Bull dirty like their fans dirty is because the last meet and greet he did, the Red Bull had nothing to do with it. He already was an inter-Miami player. He, he actually did. He did his own player meet and greet where he teamed up yeah. with like a suit shop. That was in, like, North Jersey. It's about an hour from Rutgers, like, North. And he literally, it was Robles who set it up. Robles is like, I want to do a final goodbye to the fans. Come meet me. I'll sign all your stuff. I'll take all the photos. I'm going to be there for, like, six hours. I just want to see you. So I think that's the reason why he wouldn't do us dirty. He probably wants to do the organization dirty
5: so would i but mean. i
3: don't think he wants to do the fans dirty i don't I think he's going to do anything disrespectful to us
5: i mean yeah. it's wishful thinking at the end of the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean, it I, mean he's th- gonna do it i actually do agree oh, with you he's not gonna do oh,
3: it oh i think gonna, he wants to turn around i think he wants to turn around and score a hat trick against the red bull
5: i mean yeah. if you want to go and give Red rebels the finger and then sit sorry to the fans i'm I'm quote with that <laughs>
3: well yeah. i think it's it's already been discussed at least At least through the supporter groups, it's already been discussed that, like, when uh, Robles comes around and when BWP comes around, there's going to be some form of tribute or some form of, like, thank you from the South Ward. Because the South Ward, we do our own things. We don't team up with the Red Bull and do anything. The Red Bull just opened the gate and let us come, like, a night or two before and do our Tifo. They don't get like as I think like their one guideline is it just can't be anything like vulgar or offensive. So like you know we do something like funny against NYCFC, DC United, Atlanta, but like we did something really good for Dax McCarty when he came back. We did like a tribute number eleven. Um, what was it, uh, Kyle? What was it? It was like Metro Forever or something like that. Like Metro, I like Metro Legend Forever or something AI like Metro that. Forever, I believe. So it was like I the the fans. These players will never do the fans dirty because the fans want to kill the team for doing what they did to the – like, trust me, the Luis Robles We talk more shit
4: on N- our Red Bull than we do NYCFC, and we're I was Red about H- to say, H-
3: trust me, I was about to say, I'll talk all the shit about Red Bull. Trust me, I have to watch this crap every single freaking week <laughs> while Kyle Duncan defends my right wing. <laughs> all right, Matt, who's your uh, who's your coach? So I have two. I thought I was gonna be the only original, but Alex has to be a party pooper over there. You're if not talking line then. If we're talking if we're talking stateside, Dax McCarty. <laughs> the ginger ninja. The ginger um ninja. his football IQ is great. He seems like the type of guy where if you give him attitude, he'll like give you attitude right back. But at the same time, you a lot of former teammates talk about how commanding he was in the locker room how his just he, he said the right things at the right times he always made sure his players were on the right mindset I really don't remember a time where when Dax McCarty was the captain of the Red Bull or even when he was the captain of Chicago or as he is now the captain of Nashville he's the type of guy where when he starts talking you shut the hell up and you listen my I guess Europe but I guess it could be kind of anywhere as well if he can get his ass out of prison, which i think he found out they found out today he's out of prison. I think Ronaldinho would be a great coach cuz i think he's the type of guy who like it doesn't matter what the scoreline is, he's like it's okay guys, we got this. We got this. More
2: strikers, more forwards. Ro- Ronaldinho mid- would be the one coach that would party harder
4: than his starting oh, he'd eleven. He'd sell tickets, that's for sure.
3: <laughs> oh, i'm telling he you was, right now it's not the
4: game, he got arrested for sneaking into the country to coach the game. Yeah.
3: I don't know why. I think Ron. I I don't know why. I think Ronaldinho is the type of guy who like
2: he's not going to be think, that coach. I think he's not, not going to be your has Sam Allardyce. He's interest in being a coach.
3: Oh, I think Ronaldinho's only interest is trying to find a way back into soccer so that he can continue playing. Because honestly, from hearing that he's scoring, you know, double hat tricks in Panama prison, I think he's sitting, turning around, like I, I got to get my ass back
0: on. Probably some field. of the best players out there, and they're in prison right now. So
3: yeah, probably. I don't know. So. Justin or Kyle? I mean, either one
5: of you two want to go? Go ahead, okay.
4: next. I too have two.
5: <gasps>
4: uh, this is. Okay, this I, I, guess to Mark, I guess Mark. I guess Mark. gonna be, I'm gonna think
5: of another one right now.
4: Mine's gonna be quick though. So, my fanboy pick is gonna be second, and I'm pretty sure Matt already knows who I'm about to say. But, um... Mustafi. <laughs> no. Um. First, I have uh, a current Serie A player, uh, Marilyn Pianich. He's if you watch Juventus, he is the brains of that team. He yeah. runs that offense. He he knows everything. He, his knowledge is insane. I think he would be a great coach one day. And uh, number two, my fanboy pick because he's already left the organization as of last year. Francesco Totti should definitely be a coach somewhere.
3: The only thing with Tate is if he coaches anyone else but Roma, it's just not right.
4: I don't think he's on good terms with them because they not. basically Actually, forced him out. He didn't have anything to do with the team, and they blamed it on him, essentially.
3: I think he's No, I get that. Thinking. I just can't imagine him being with anyone else. I, I think get, that's like, why he won't. I don't think he can either.
5: I think one, I think he said he he wouldn't like to be a coach, and two, I think he's an ambassador for Real Madrid. Like they, the the it came something came out not too long ago that it said he finally managed to Real Madrid after so 10 20 years since the when they actually wanted him on team and it was because he was becoming an ambassador for them. Um okay. but that's it. That was basically it. And when I said I was gonna give a second a second coach, that's actually what I thought of. So I'm a little What's upset it? that he okay. took it away from me.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, great minds, think alike, yeah. Justin.
0: Who, if you're building your team, who is your coach? I was gonna say Robles, but I, at the end of the day, I think he's too nice of a guy. I don't know how. Are like, you joking? I'll... Have you
3: heard him scream at Alex Wheel? No, Alex, kidding. This I'm is not, kidding. Kidding. not he yells at Tim Parker.
0: Tim he yells at Tim Parker and screams at everybody. No, first
3: of all, first of all, Luis Robles makes average save, immediately turns around, yells at entire defensive the line,
0: yells at the whole team.
4: Wait, nobody's gonna talk about how Reese Buckmaster should probably be a coach one day.
0: Okay, And I'll Dre you is out. And...
3: Okay, Justin, wrap it up. Uh, are we doing what's
0: pissing me off this week?
3: <laughs> Why not? Everyone, quick round robin on what's pissing you off this week.
0: Nothing. I'm in good terms with my life. No,
3: screw you. Absolutely no not. No more Justin, what... I'm Happy. No, no I'm No, no, no. We're not allowed to be happy. I'm physically confined to two different places. It's either... Job sites or my home? You're you p- Be pissed off about something.
0: All right. Well, see, I, I wake up in the morning. I drag my ass out of bed around 11 o'clock. Uh, I go outside in my backyard, play a little golf, Fuck around. Then I play video games the rest of the day and kind so, of look for jobs, even though there's no jobs available right now.
3: Okay. And so Justin it. is pissed off at Chris Armis. Alex, what are you pissed off at? I'm
0: not pissed <laughs> off.
1: <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the show Community? yes i'm proud of it all right so i just got into it because you know this whole quarantine bullshit and i binge watched six seasons of this the, to watch my the movie. worst closing to a, a show i've ever seen in my life i'm not gonna ruin it and say anything specific it's,
0: child- it's childish gambino's fault for leaving the show, um, the show actually, that's
1: exactly when the show started to fall apart but it was just a terrible ending to a really good show and i'm really disappointed that i wasted not wasted Do but you understand but, like, chevy like, chase did not want
0: to be months. on that show after like the second season
3: <sighs> marco uh you are our guest i just didn't want to put you on the spot and make you go first so marco what is pissing you off this week
5: uh myself you're the reason why i say that is because you're an NYCFC a... fan. No, well, I understand. love my. I'd be that.
3: upset too. I, I I'm so
5: sorry. I'm just... <laughs> I, I it was fair. No, Marco, I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> the reason why I'm telling <laughs> is because I have a very nice 800, 850cc uh, uh, motorcycle out back in my garage, and I still haven't used it this year. Uh, uh, and it's actually very nice out
3: right now. It I was is. about to say, Mar- nice say, Marco, this is- and what better social distancing yourself than getting on a motorcycle the and getting on empty. your own. All the boys are out. <laughs> I was the about road, to say, I'll give, a credit where credit- empty. No, I'll give a credit where credit's due. Certain job sites I have to drive to are about 30-40 minutes away. I'm getting there in 20 minutes flat, and I'm sitting here like, God, this is going to fucking suck when people start getting back on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dre, what's pissing you off this week?
2: So, you know what pisses me off when people who've seen a show once or twice or three times decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch the same show again. I get it. There's there's shows out there. There's things you want to watch. But, like, there reaches a certain point where there's so much other good content out there. And when you want to watch the same show for the fourth time
1: i'm like kyle's face right now is fantastic <laughs> if off. you wanted to take i Kyle's shots the, king. Just, dude, <laughs> he's the like king he's taking shots he's taking dude. shots
0: at all of us dude oh so every,
3: king every king. everyone here has seen south park right everyone's yeah. here has seen south park I'll, I'll so king kyle, king. Kyle, kyle's kyle's bat dad kyle just took off his shirt and he's looking at randy marsh like you want to go <laughs> 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 i, mean... bell. So I didn't it. hear no bell how
2: many times <laughs> can you watch The Office? How many times can you watch I mean, all these goddamn noise. shows over and over and over?
3: I was about to say, I, I agree with Marco. It's more background noise. Like honestly, like I put, I think okay. I've rewatched so- Grubs now like twenty-five times, and I'm, that's actually not even a joke. That's a conservative estimate. No.
4: Back,
2: back I put it on for background noise. Awesome.
3: It's nice to watch. I know when the funny parts are coming, when the not funny parts yeah. are coming. I just bring I bring up my phone. I do social media stuff. Maybe I go to my laptop, do some stuff there. As but, someone, like.
2: As someone who went to film school and worked on movies um, and showed stuff,
3: like. You, I am, you went to film know, school and didn't Netflix. watch Star Wars. Hold on, hold on. I you watched it after film
2: school. What's yes, your
3: who goes to film school? So, who goes to. Get an education for film, but never watches Star Wars. Hey, yeah, that's right. So, uh, Alex has Alex has something to be pissed off about next week. What I'm pissed I don't about- I want to do this,
1: this week, podcast with him anymore.
3: <laughs> <so> what <laughs> I'm pissed off about this week, because Justin's giving me the death stare like, so. dude, let's go. We are over time. All right. I'm pissed off at the EA servers, which is like, I think I'm hearing the same thing about Xbox and PlayStation play and stuff every- like that. You know we're all home. Stop crashing. Okay. It's not their fault.
1: <laughs> they can't. It is their we're fault. You know Yay. we're all
3: going to be on. You know we're all going to be on right now. Okay? Right Work now. on it. I'm you done. Got, you got well, um, to to get on the server. Now, the... I don't want to hear any rebuttal about it. Justin, close it up. And then I'll do it. Episode 9 in the course. Thanks for joining us. First of all, Marco, thank you so much for coming on. You are more than welcome to come on. I love it. You are more than welcome to come on anytime you want. I'm hoping that the second we get NYCFC versus Red Bull, we'll get you on because we'll have a great, nice discussion about how piss form the Red Bull are gonna be in at that point in time. If you wanna take this
2: moment to plug your social media, oh yeah, plug the shit.
5: Please plug the shit out of me. Thank you. From one interrupter to another, I really appreciate the fact that you interrupted Justin, <laughs> the speed just from what he was trying to do, just to bring me in. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very I much. I was Mr. gonna bring you
0: in at the end. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but he just to give jump it that. Let
3: it breathe. I think I, I think I'm gonna get my jerseys now. From now on, it's just gonna have a rumpter, an interrupter number two on it. There, <laughs> there, you, go. Like,
5: there you go. So I I, I, I get I, I know get what I makes me mad next week. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kyle, uh, if I don't make you mad every week, I'm gonna get really pissed off. I actually had them this week. And you skipped me, so I know what oh, makes me mad shit. next week. <laughs> oh, shit! I'm so sorry, Kyle. Oh, why is Kyle kidding.
4: always happy? Gee, I don't know, because I don't go anyway.
3: To be fair, hon. to be fair, to be fair, Kyle, you have been happy the last few weeks, so I'm just assuming you're happy all the time
5: now. No, it's okay. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> as long as he's
0: got his PBR, I don't think he could be mad. So.
5: Um, after that, so you can follow us on Benchwormers FC on uh, all social media. We have a podcast. We try right now to have an episode every Tuesday and Friday um, out. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts by searching Benchwormers FC. We have a YouTube channel. You can, you can find us on uh, Benchwormers FC TV and all social media at Benchwormers FC 1.
3: It's literally my favorite podcast. You better go fucking do it.
5: Thank you. We appreciate your support. I
3: appreciate you.
5: Thank you, man. I appreciate you because you're an interrupter number two.
3: <laughs> I, I, this is all I've ever wanted in life. I just wanted someone to call me interrupter. So I'm interrupter number two. And this is like, you ever watch. No, um, not you last. You ever watch um, Austin Powers? Hello, Doc. Hello, Dr. Evil. I'm number two. So okay. when Marco takes over the world, I'm going to be the guy in the chair next to him with the eye patch. Gotcha. <laughs> Good night,
0: everybody. Can I wrap this one up? Yes, you I can. Mean, you
3: can if you want. I, I, I think you I, already
0: did it. Episode nine in the books. Uh, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all the other fun places that we put our podcast on. I promise we'll add talk Banjoe to you. you and up. Marco to the show notes. Thanks for joining us. Peace out. Later. Bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Post and Pints. If you want to join in on the conversation or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, that's at Post and Pints Podcast. And remember, the banter is free, but the beer is not included. Drink responsibly.